Do you ever wish your diapers had prints? Prints like the ones you wore as a kid. I know you can squish and I'm here to convince those kinky dreams diapers you won't want to rid. Put any print, any print that you find. As long as you find it, they'll make it on time. These custom-made diapers, they'll feel like a dream. A dream I am having for you and for me. Use promo code PLAYTIME. It's spelled with a Y. For 10% off your total supply. Because Kinky Dreams diapers are the diapers for you. They'll make your little dreams, your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to want my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, I get stinky with the one, the only, Pup Skunk. Plus, are you going to be like everyone else and jump over to the hive if Twitter flies away? This week in Newsies News, I've noticed some Twitter users jumping from Twitter to the social media platform Hive Social. This as the future of Twitter remains uncertain now that Elon Musk has taken control of the popular social media platform. I asked my followers are they going to make the jump, and 10% said yes, 12% said no, 17% said they had heard of Hive but haven't made the jump yet, and 61% said they have never heard of Hive Social before. Founded in 2019, Hive is reported to combine concepts from a variety of social networks, including both Instagram and Twitter, and even MySpace. Not safe for work posts can be published on the platform, but must be tagged as such or risk being deleted. Hive Social currently has a 3.6 star rating on the Apple App Store. This week in Newsies Nook, it stinks in here, and I love it. Since starting this podcast, I have tried to be more open about my love for messy diapers. Before that, I was scared of revealing this side of myself because I didn't want to be shamed for it or make people uncomfortable. Since being a self-proclaimed stinker, I have received nothing but support. This week, I squat down with the biggest stinker of all, Pup Skunk, to talk about our love for messy pamps, and he gives us some tips for being better stinkers. Well, thank you, Pup Skunk, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Of course, you are an inspiration to me as a stinker. And full disclosure, <clears throat> I am a stinker right now. Are you a stinker right now? I mean, of course, for this interview, I kind of have to play the part a little bit. <laughs> One thing and all. <laughs> Dang, so you got stinky just for this. I am honored, sir. I am honored. So first, let's go into it. So like... What was your first time? When did you know you were a stinker? Like, what was like? Was there a scene? Was did something happen? When was the first time you knew you were a stinker? I mean, honestly, targeting it down to the first time is a little bit tricky because it's one of those things that you know I've that stereotype where I've always been into diapers. I've seen cartoons where people are like in diapers, kind of always been into it. So for that same amount of time, I remember being younger, and I remember like putting toilet paper in my underpants and like putting things in my underpants and like and messing it a little bit so I've always kind of I guess been into it even when I was younger so I think it's something that's always kind of been there too all right so then my follow-up question to that is you know when you start getting into messy play 
there's a very it's very easy jump into scat play. So I guess my question to you is, what came first, being a messer or being into scat? Well, I would say I do like messing for like full on scat. I don't do as hardcore as some people. Like I try to keep it in the diaper, preferably, mm. but. Like, I don't really mind if people do stuff beyond that. It's just me personally. I just keep it mostly in the diaper and I like doing it more that kind of way. Okay. So, because that is a big thing for other stinkers, right? Like we both know stinkers that will take off the diaper and smear it all over each other. Or there's others who I think I'm more aligned with you where I can just mess and squish around in it and get off on it, on it and never see it. And I'm totally fine. Yeah, and I think both are totally valid. They're just, I guess, different ways of doing it. And I always find that kind of interesting. I think the terminology where I know some ABDL that mess, they don't like it being called scat, where they're like, it's kind of different. Even I am sometimes, I'm like on the fence. I'm like, I don't know if you classify it as scat or not, or if it's just its own thing, or it's just a category of it or not. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, no, there's definitely a fine line between like people who are into scat and people into messing and they blur a lot. And I always sometimes find myself like, am I into scat? Am I not? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's like in the ABDL community, you can have an easier argument of saying it's different and like arguing that's its own thing. Because there's a lot of sneakers out there that I think would prefer to say like, oh, it's not scat. It's its own thing. It's not, you know, messing isn't scat. Versus I feel like if you told someone outside the ABDL sphere, they would be like, oh, no, it's the same thing. So for some reason, I feel like in the ABDL community, you'd have an easier time arguing that's a separate category somehow. Right, because because messing it in itself has its own kind of niche within ABDL, right? Like, you can be into diapers, but you don't have to be into messing. I asked the question on Twitter of, is messing within our community taboo? And I use the word taboo as in being, like, different or misunderstood or sometimes not liked. 16% said yes, 61% said no, 23% says depends. Do you feel like you get a bad rap for being a messer? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it hasn't really created any major problems for me. I think the worst that's happened is people say, you know, that's not my thing, but I feel like I'm always pretty upfront about it and respectful about boundaries, so it's never really been an issue for me. I think, especially like, like I said, inner community, I think there's so many people that do you know stink it up a little bit that's not as big of a deal to say you do it but i feel like maybe outside of the abdl sphere you might have a little more issues talking about that kind of thing because i think anything interacting with like messing or scat anything in that area is a lot more taboo i think outside the abdl community but i think because it's such a common part of abdl to mess that it's a little easier to talk about right someone actually wrote in the twitter comments that everyone should try messing at least once. Do you, do you feel for that sentiment? Do you think everyone should at least try it once? Um, I think if you feel comfortable with it, I think it's a fun thing to experience at least once for you. But I also believe that if it's something that you 100% feel like it's, you don't think you're going to like it, I don't want to push anyone to do anything. So I definitely encourage exploration for people, but I think within reason and within what you're comfortable with. What about, so, you know, some people mess and, you know, it's just part of their play. You have adopted the name of skunk and messing has become your whole profile. How, like, what is it about messing that you're like, this is me. This is my profile. I am a skunk. 
Well, I just kind of, I kind of identified with the skunk because I think it's kind of the cute aspect of it. It's kind of just naughty. It's like, oh, you're embarrassed that you did that. But at the same time, you're like, oh, yeah, I did that. So I think it's kind of that mischievous mixture of being like mischievous and proud that you're stinky, but then also kind of embarrassed about it. And um, I think it's just a mixture of all those feelings because I think messing is experience of just like, you know, it's a little bit of embarrassment. It's a little bit of vulnerability, but then it's also, you know, they can bully people and sit on their face in a messy diaper and bullying them that way. So it's a, it's a lot of things. It's a versatile tool. <laughs> it is, it is very di- diverse. And let me ask you this. So like for me, messing is a huge turn on. It kind of like fuels the fires, so to speak. Is messing more of a comfort for you or is messing more of a sexual thing for you then? Um, it kind of depends on my mood. I would say I, cause it is a little bit of an effort to clean up sometimes. So I'd say like, I'm more likely to do it if I'm horny, but like sometimes if I'm just want to relax and feel little, I might mess anyways. So I think it depends on my mood, but I think it leans a little bit horny, but I'll comfort. So I'd say like 60% horny, 40% comfort. <laughs> Well, if you don't mind, let's get into that. I mean, let's say you were like feeling yourself and like, I don't know, maybe you just got high or like, you know, you're feeling your fantasy of the cute onesie on. Walk me through what, what does Pup Skunk do when he's like, I want to get messy? Well, like by myself or with the person in the scenario? Ooh, um, can we do both? I want to hear both. Um, well, if I'm by myself, I kind of just... You know, I mean, getting high is always nice. Kind of helps you get into the swirly eye feels. You just feel the nice texture of your really wet, mushy diaper. You know, I like to have my, I have a diffuser that has a baby powder smell. So I kind of like to have that like mixture of like, you know, like, I don't know, something of like a stinky diaper with baby powder nursery smell. It just hits different, you know, just has that. Yes, I feel, yes, I feel you. Okay. Yeah, that like that definitely hits the spot. So just having that kind of like a little nursery smell in the room um well i just like hump a plush for a while while watching cartoons and just getting all cozy and, and kind of just making edgies for a while that's that's a very nice comforting experience so that's definitely very enjoyable when pup skunk is getting into his i'm gonna be messy i'm gonna get off is it a natural mess or is it a like suppository enema mess um i would say most of the time it's natural i mean occasionally you know I'm just like, oh, I feel like going all out today and having no control, then I will do something. But most of the time, it's natural, I'd say. All right. Are poppers involved in this scenario? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it can make a very pleasurable experience. Sometimes if I feel like kind of being very swirly-eyed skunk baby, then poppers could be fun. <laughs> all right. All right. Same. So let's say you're with a partner. Let's say you Let's say you are lucky enough to find someone who is also a messer, which I don't know about you, but it is very difficult where I'm from to find it. One, to find a diaper boy, two, to find a diaper boy into messing. So what, what had it walk me through a play scene with you and another messer? Um, it kind of depends on the role too, because sometimes, you know, I could be a skunk sitter and be more of like that kind of big bro-ish kind of role or little, but, or, you know, equal playing field. But um, a lot of times, it's just fun to, I mean, I think honestly, if I'm with someone, that's kind of where I'm more inclined to use something because like, if I'm by myself, you know, I feel the right time in my tummy, it's ready to go messy. But 
Um, if I'm with someone else, you kind of want to be on sync. So that's kind of where I'm more inclined to use a suppository or do an enema because you want to be at that same mess at the same time as someone else. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of more the timing of when I'd use that kind of stuff. So usually, you know, you kind of get all fussy. You're really in your really wet diapers and you might put in a suppository enema in. And um, I mean, it's fun as a skunk. I like, you know, it's fun if they're into it. I could sit on their face and blur on their face a little bit and okay. kind of, I like that because I kind of like that they like it. And I think like someone liking me doing the thing I like makes me feel good. So if they like it, then I like it. And that's a very fun experience. And just making humpies together in a mushy diapers, that's always pretty fun. <laughs> I So oh, I can't think of his kink name, but there's a friend I have in LA and he was like the first person I ever met who was like also a stinker. And we played the game of let's get high, let's sniff poppers put a suppository in and see who can hold the longest. Have you ever held, have you ever done that game where you see like who can mm, hold? Yes, that is very fun. That's because I think that's a big part of messing for a lot of people is like not having control and, you know, feeling like, Oh, like I'm trying to hold it. And I, especially if the game has stakes, you know, like, Oh, you know, loser doesn't get off tonight. That's really fun. I like having stakes. So you're actually trying to hold it and you, you really just can't. And that's a really big part of the fun, I think. So who who wins in this scenario? Do you, do you win in the holding or or does the partner? That's a hard one. It kind of depends on my mood. Both seem pretty appealing to me. I think that's the the benefit disadvantage of being switchy. It's like everything seems fun for different reasons. <laughs> true, true. Okay, so let's go into this because I I think we both have another. Oh, I can't think of his name. But he's also a huge skunk, and he always like does those messing videos where he's like, "I'm gonna pack my pamps, bro. I'm gonna pack my pamps." Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I'm so bad. I can't think of his name. Do you do the same thing when you mess? Do you like before you mess, even if it is natural? Do you create like a scene of like, oh, I can't hold it, or like, oh, bro, like I'm gonna pack my pants. Fuck. Um, not a ton, but I think if there was someone with me that wanted to encourage that, I could totally get into that. I'm very adaptable. I think. Um, people being verbal though is a very big turn on for me though I really like hearing the verbal stuff I think I think a part of that fantasy too is if I was getting changed by someone else messy someone being verbal during the change and talking about it that is a very big turn on I think words for me are some of the hottest thing like using the right words and knowing what to say that's a pretty big turn on for me well you said earlier that like when you're with someone else you take on the role of big bro so in these scenes are you mostly the dominant personality or the sub personality um it depends but i think i've been taking on a kind of like some clear roles people a lot more where i'm encouraging people to be like okay like you could be messing around me maybe they're shy about it and they're curious about it and i help them do it and i you know playfully tease them about it and being verbal about it and talk like telling them what they did is very hot for me too so i think encouraging people to get vulnerable for me and do this messing experience is a hot thing for me so i do like encouraging people to do it i'm surprised i told you i was messy at the beginning of the podcast and you have not teased me once we've been so busy (laughs) so busy i just want one diaper check Jeez, what does a babe have to do well how messy are you (laughs) uh i sat down and i can like feel like if i go like this yeah, I can like feel like run up the back a little bit. Yeah, that's always fun. How messy are you? Honestly, probably about the same. Yeah, so like if you leaned back, it would mess like you would run up the back. Yeah. <laughs> 
definitely don't want to be on my back too much. I've had a blowout before in my life. And if I dared you to like rock back and forth in your diaper for five seconds, would you do it? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I dare you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, now give it a rub in the front. There you go. Good boy. All right. So now that you are very messy and you are now in a very spirally eye mood, I don't know. I'm so honored that I get <laughs> to see the spiral eyes right now. Describe what what has been like a most memorable or even hottest messing experience you've had. One that you're like, oh, I just want to recreate that so badly. Hmm. Okay. I think there's two instances I really like. There was one where um, I was at the zoo with my daddy and it was like, just a bit, we have a small, we had a small zoo. It's an empty day. Like there was no one there. And we went into the bathroom. He put a suppository on me and um, you know, things happen. I had to go. Were you waddling around when it happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Did you squat but, a little when it happened? Yeah, luckily I was like trying to check a sign, you know, squat down, a sign that was like kind of lower down, squatting a little bit as I'm reading the sign. As I'm... Did you grunt a little when it happened? Oh, probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, let's take a picture. So he made me sit down and, you know. <laughs> oh, that's kind of hot. Like he played the whole squishing around like during the normal day of things. Oh, that's kind of hot yeah yeah so he's like yeah let's take a picture so i had to sit down on the, the little statue for a picture real quick and after that we you know went out and i had to sit and mush in the car right home till we got home and got a change so that was pretty fun oh no in the car too yeah in the car i was kind of embarrassed i felt bad because it was me and other abdl my daddy and his partner my dad's partner so it i was like sorry everyone <laughs> it's gonna Dude. be a sticky car ride home We're like oh pu had a roll down the windows and everything so that was definitely oh, no <laughs> you know that brings up a really good point because i know a lot of people you know they don't tell their partners or like they don't tell other abdl friends because they're so worried about you know the smell do you think that's a like a fear factor that it's into messing is like you have to worry about the smell and what people think about it um, I think, you know, definitely it's valid if people don't like it at all. You have to respect boundaries, but some people they're like, oh, it's stinky, but they deal with it kind of thing and they're, they're fine with it. And they think it's fun. Then that's fun too. I think it's definitely, especially if it's your partner, you could find compromises, you know, it's like, oh, like you could be stinky, but just try to maintain it a little bit in your room or don't <laughs> get too bad. So I think there's always, you know, ways to balance things out with people, but I think, for everything being open is the most important thing what about for you i mean obviously you're in a room and you have baby powder scent going around but does the smell help your experience yeah i think it just it gives me that very like baby feeling nothing makes me feel more like little or naughty than for like being stinky it's like i don't know i think it's because like you said earlier it's kind of a taboo it's like a thing that not everyone does so doing it just feels fun i guess because of that so like if i made you like bounce up and down to like kind of air out your diaper a little bit would you do it 
I mean, I'm easy to say yes. I'll, I'll do it if that's what the people want. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the people want. Let's do it. Oh, he's squishing it all over. I bet that room stinks so much right now. Yeah, I got some baby powder diffuser going on. It's there you decent. go. <laughs> there you go. Just wait. Where did you, where do you get baby powder diffuser? Amazon, like everything. Oh my gosh! So obviously, you know, for some people, um, the smell is a negative thing for them, and you know, between the smell. And the closeness to scat, you know, there's not, there's a lot going against being a messer. Have you ever gotten a negative, have you ever gotten neg negative feedback or not invited to something, you know, anything negative being associated with being a messer? Um, I haven't gotten anything like that negative where I feel like I was, you know, discluded from something because I feel like I'm always pretty respective and, you know, respectful and open about it where if like I'm into this, I know not to do it in spaces where people aren't into it. So I don't think I've ever had any major issues like that. You know, the worst I've had is maybe a playful comment where it's like I'm living with someone and they're not like super into it, but they're fine with it. And they might make a comment like, oh, it stinks in here. You know, they might make a... <laughs> You know, that's so let's talk about messing because I asked the question on Twitter, you know, what do you think of messing? Is it taboo in the community? And a lot of people brought up that, you know, location, who you're with, and, you know, those play a big factor on when you mess. Um, what about you? What is your stance on messing in public? Obviously, you did it at the zoo, but what's your rule? You know, do you wait till you're not around a whole lot of people? Yeah, like I try to be, I think for me, I try to do it like outside. So if I'm going to do it like, you know, somewhere very open air, so it's not really going to stink up a room or anything, somewhere where it's not crowded, somewhere where there isn't really other people. So I try to be respectful where I do it, but it's not really interfering with other people. Hmm. What about who you're with? I mean, do you have any rules on who you'll mess around? Yeah, of course. Um. You know, it's something I always make sure they're okay with first. I don't just surprise people with it. I always make sure that it's something they'd be okay with. So it's, you know, I always talk about it before with them. It's like, hey, like, do you, are you into this kind of thing? Are you okay with this kind of thing if you're not? And it's something that I always check in with before I do. I don't just do it with strangers, I guess. Right, right. Another question I have for you is, let's say there is someone in the community that, you know, sees your content and they're like, oh, I, would, I really want to try messing, but... I don't know if I could do with the whole smell or something. Do you have any tips on beginner messers, like how they might begin their messy journey? Um, I think some good starts might be, you know, if they're not into the smell, there's things like the oatmeal or bananas and stuff like that. They could clean out and put some substitute in where they could get the sensation of messing, but not really deal with the smell. And I think that's a lot of those things are a good start to kind of see like, oh, do I like this feeling of desperation and all the emotional sides of it without dealing with the smell? And if they like that, maybe they can explore a bit more. Have you ever done the oatmeal and banana thing? Oh, I've done the banana thing, but and but I haven't done like the oatmeal thing, surprisingly. I still need to do that. It's on my list. <laughs> I burnt my butt when I tried it. It was too hot. So that was that's my only, I guess, piece of advice <laughs> for people is if you're going to do the oatmeal one, you like literally have to wait for it to cool down. Like, just don't be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Great. You got too eager. You got too greedy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then I've tried the banana one. It, there's literally a science to it, right? The banana can't be too mushy, but it also can't be like literally dildo strength. Yeah, it's hard to. I'm like, honestly, not like 
really that much of a bottom so I can't take much in my butt so like I like I see people take like a ton of bananas I'm like how can you do that I could barely do like one banana like it's hard <laughs> I feel so full so easily yeah. um okay so we go we went over you know things that they can do before the actual messing thing what about you know they've now graduated it's time to mess any advice for first-time messers um you know i would make sure you have the right cleaning supplies maybe if they're not like maybe if they're not like say comfortable with it like have gloves have wipes have like a trash bag ready <laughs> all of that stuff i mean metamucil too that can help make cleanup easier too if you want to like metamucil something i recommend to people that want to get into messing it makes the process of messing easier and can make cleaning up a little bit easier too so um I'm going to ask a really dumb question. How does Metamucil help in the messing process? Isn't it fiber? So it just, what, makes it more firmer? It makes it, like, like stick to itself and not to your skin as much. So, like, it's kind of like if when you wipe it off, it doesn't really stick to your skin as much, which also, like, that's the reason why you mess easier because just, like, I guess the, the way it comes out is just doesn't stick to you as much. It sticks to itself more, so it comes out easier. And then when you clean up, it's a little bit easier just to wipe off and doesn't really, like get stuck to your skin as much so and also i've heard it could help with the smell a little bit sometimes so oh how interesting yeah i did the poor problem of i think the first time i ever like messed in a diaper like actually like in, well it wasn't intentional it was just i was like getting ready i just woke up and i had my morning mess and then i had to like run to the bathroom because it was in college and i like ran to the bathroom in a bathrobe messy in a diaper and i was like jesus christ this is embarrassing I, I don't know. I've never had something like that because I'm, I, I don't know, I'm a very cautious person. I always have to make sure I have like everything planned out of how I'm going to do something. So, <laughs> right. Um, all right. So now that they've tried, you know, is there any tips you kind of mentioned, like have the proper supplies, you mentioned gloves and stuff. Are there any other tools that you think are important for the cleanup process? I said like maybe having big wipes, having the gloves, all that stuff. There isn't like anything too much to it. I'm pretty easy about it. You know, I just, I work from home. So sometimes I will just casually just mess. It has, it's in my schedule. Like I'll just mess and I'm like, you know, I'll work for a little bit and then I'm like, okay, time to wipe off and take a shower. So I have a plan in my routine where it's like, I have my morning mess before my morning shower. I like do a final clean off where it's like, you know, I wipe a good amount and then rinse off. So. You heard it here. Pup skunk schedules messing time in his work calendar. That is amazing. So another question that I have for you is in your Twitter profile, you identify as demisexual. Um, I don't know a whole lot of demisexuals. Can you please explain what being demisexual is to you? Yeah, like I would say my attraction to people really comes from getting to know them. Like I feel like my sexuality leans a lot more mental than physical. So it's like I'm not I don't really care that much about how people look it's more for me about how I interact with them their personality you know like mentally how I connect with them so for me it's more about that connection with other people that's why I think I'm really more into the kink side of things because kink allows you to explore that more mental side of sexuality so so would you say because I hear this argument a lot you know ABDL is a lifestyle or it's like a sexual thing would you say that being a messer and being ABDL is more lifestyle to you? Yeah, I'd say it leans more lifestyle. Yeah, the things that kind of incorporate my daily life. I mean, 
sometimes, you know, I take a little break. I'm like not feeling like doing messing or stuff right now, but it's something that I do with a lot of my life. And I feel like ABDL is incorporated to a lot of my schedule and routines just naturally. Nice. And then would you have any advice for like, let's say someone uh, is trying to figure out their sexuality. Is there any advice on maybe how they might identify as demisexual or, or give them a hint like, oh, maybe I am demisexual? Um, I would say like, you know, if you're not really just turned on by, you know, if you just see someone on the street and you're like, oh, I know they're conventionally attractive and I know they're attractive, but I don't really feel that connection to them. I don't really feel turned on that maybe you might be demisexual. It's like maybe you need more connection with a person to feel that kind of attraction, you know? Nice. Is there anything you want to share? Uh, any fun experiences lately of being a messer before we leave? Nothing too new. I'd say the newest thing for me right now is just leaning more into that like skunk sitter kind of role and help facilitating people with their kinks and with messing and stuff like that and having people over, helping them get into it, people that are curious. And Have you done that lately? Ill. Yeah, I've done that lately for sure. You know, I've definitely have made people messy and bounced them on my lap and changed them and all that. And I like giving people a comfortable space to explore that kind of stuff. Cause like, like I said, for me, I'm more demisexual. My sexuality is more mental. So I really like getting people into that vulnerable emotional state and exploring, you know, feelings with them. I love humiliating people. I love, you know, getting feelings out of people. So for me, sex is a lot more about the feelings than anything. Oh, okay. So like, let's say, so you've experienced a lot of first time messers is what I'm hearing. I mean, I could you disclose just like what that process looks like of like, you know, let's say I was a first time messer and I went over to your house to help facilitate my first time messing. Like, I mean, walk me through your process. Well, you know, maybe I'll ask if there's something they're curious about and if they are, I mean, most, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. I think that would be okay with messing. The biggest thing is they don't want to deal with the cleanup. They're just, they want some encouragement. And I kind of say, you know, it's like, I'm willing to take care of this for you. You know, I'll put, give you some posture, give you enema, let you get little. And when it happens, it happens and judge free. I will take care of it and help you get cleaned up. And I think that's a lot, that's a lot for people. And that's enough to sell a lot of people I know. Do you mess with them or is it kind of like all like purely on their comfort level? Like, um, most of the time it's just them messing because I think, you know, messing with them is a lot to introduce them to. So I think it's more focused on just getting them to mess and getting them used to it. So I usually just, if they're really new to it, I just kind of stick it with just them messing. Oh, okay. You know, I'm very, I'm very like, I don't know. I've always seen, right? Because you always wrote cuck in all of your, all of your um, Twitter posts. And so hearing this like, mentor side of pup skunk i'm kind of like this is so interesting are you enjoying this kind of like big bro mentor kind of persona that you're exploring yeah i mean i'm very switchy i like exploring a lot of things it's like i could be a bully cuck i could be a skunk i feel like there's just a lot of roles i like taking on i like exploring different headspaces you know it's it's i feel like that just because you're one role doesn't mean you can't be another i kind of like playing all the different hats I could play. So <laughs> it's always a fun process. Nice. And then do you, I mean, do you have, do you think that's important for a lot of people to do? Do you think it's important to explore other roles or opposite roles? If you're like, you know, if you always lean towards cuck, do you think it's, a, it's beneficial for a cuck to try to be a dom at least once? Like I'm not going to ex force anyone to explore anything, but I think it's 
I think the important thing is to always keep an open mind. I feel like even if you have a little bit of curiosity, you're like, hmm, you know, I'm curious about trying this. I'd say, you know, try it out, you know, try out whatever you're curious about. I'd say take an open mind to those things you want to try out. Even if you don't feel confident about your, about your role of being a dom and your sub usually like try it out. You know, there's always people out there that want to explore with you. So I'd say try to explore the things you want to explore. Very true. Very true. Totally agree. And then I guess my ultimate last question is, are you going to make stickies in your diaper as soon as this podcast is over? That's a hard question. I feel like I'm a big edger. So like, I might not, honestly, I kind of like, so I, I kind of like getting off maybe like once or twice a week. Oh, dang. I try, yeah. I've tried to do No Nut November and I failed on day two. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, I can't like do a whole month because, and even then I feel like my horniness kind of peaks after like a week and a half, two weeks. So it's like, maybe I'll go like two weeks about making stickies and then I'll make some really good stickies after that. So I, I, I just like getting pent up. It's fun. Helps with the swirly eyes. <laughs> there you go. So I'm guessing you've already gotten off recently. So now you're, we're, we're in the pen. We're getting ready to get pent up. I'm guessing. Exactly. We're on the build up now. It's the build up process. It's we're a- on the build up. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Well, thank you, Pup Skunk, for coming to Newsy's Nook and talking about being a stinker. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's I'm glad to really talk about this topic and hopefully I help someone out. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. All right, kiddos, this diaper is officially destroyed. I gotta go change. See ya. Bye. Ha. It's no secret that I'm a Megasoka. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the Soka? And then I found North Shore's Megamaxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is, it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says, be dry, be confident, be you.